0: Thursday, October 30th, we're going to talk our first college football picks. We're going to talk a little NFL Divisional Race, and we have our first actual in-studio guest, Josh Pezzavento. I think that's his last name, and we're going to get right into it. Let's go. All right, well, first and
1: foremost, it is not October. It's August. Fuck. Did you say it was October? Oh, shit, I did. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Oh, fuck. October, August 30th. Same
0: it's, it's football season. We're here. We made it. We made it. But, Jack, so, you're here to give us some Sox talk. You're the most loyal Sox fan at Northern that wow. I know. Wow. So, we're and wow. you wanted to come on for a while to speak your piece because we're too much of a Cubs-heavy podcast. So, I give you the floor. All right.
1: It's an honor being here. I'm here for the State of the White Sox Address. Uh, first and foremost, Address, not addressed. Yeah,
2: Excuse
1: me. Uh, I think ahead. Matt knows what's coming here. Uh, I speak for all White Sox fans when I say this. Uh, thank you for Eloy and Cease. Let me give down some numbers real quick. We got Cease in 2018, 12-2. Two. Shut him down, obviously, for innings limit. Is that for the White Sox, or which team is that for? Uh, this is the White Sox report. So, well, Which team is he playing for? Which team? Is this the White Sox? The, oh, minor leagues. Okay. League. Oh, wait.
3: Uh, I thought we were talking about the White Sox. Not the Charlotte Knights. Yeah, yeah
1: Same. Hey, hey, I pay more attention to the minor league than major league. Let's be honest. Okay. Well, That's a problem. All right. Well, it's 12-2. 2.4 two, 2. ERA. 124 innings. Only get out 42 runs in the year. Uh, 160 to 50 K to walk ratio with a 1.06 whip. Pretty impressive numbers. He's uh, going to be probably a top three guy in the rotation in a couple of years. And then 20, uh, 2018, we got Eloy. Uh, this is over at Birmingham and with the Knights. Not, not the White Sox. Not the White Sox. So this is the White Sox address. The White is the- Sox address. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're talking so about the first, and it builds up. I didn't know if it was
2: the Knights address or the Birmingham address, no, but okay, no. White Sox address. So,
1: anyways, uh, 343 batting average. Don't read all those stats, come on. Give us the- all right, break it down. It's been 343s three, on tear. We had uh, outfielders, uh, the uh, Durham Bulls. Had had four outfielders for him last night. He's on a tear. His last 10, he's batting uh, 20 for 42 with a 476 batting average. Six coach? of those games, multi-hit. Uh, the hype is real. Um, I don't care about the service here. I think they should just call him up for September, show the free agent what we have coming, draw some interest, hopefully get a big free agent landing here. And then now the main one, my boy Kopech, the Kopech Cabana. Let's get that started. No. Yes. Get a little section like the the K zone and the White Sox for Chris Sale. I saw a tweet on a base, baseball reference. Kopech the first pitcher since 1908 to allow one or fewer runs in the first two starts uh, without allowing a walk. One, it, one, one
3: start. He pitched two innings too. So yeah, that,
1: yeah, he did that's three very banners true. in the second. So that's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Walk. I mean. Then, so then with all these prospects coming up, this is potentially 2021 lineup. This is without even acquiring a single free agent. You know, get the, get the lotion ready. We got our starters. We got Rodan carrying the ace. We got Kopech, Giolito, Lopez, and then Cease. And then we got uh, Collins as the catcher. I think they'll still have a Brayu at first God's base. Guys been injured. What are you, how, is, how are you just going to pass them? Who? Oh, Cal- oh Who's the? Dude? Who's the? Birdie? Burger? Yeah. Where's Burger? No, Birdie? Birdie. The Birdie. The closer. He's hurt too. He's he throws like a hundred. out of Miami. The team gets fifty two. I'm, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking at he he his mind? lineup right now.
2: This team gets approximately fifty wins. Continue.
1: No, no, no. We got Yo-Yo at second. Timmy gets short. I think what they're two twenty. Hey. Right
3: and his on-base is under 300, but keep oh, going. Yeah, he's, he,
2: having, he's got a lot of power, right? Though, I mean, if you have a low average, you have a lot of home runs. Huh? I, I sure. mean, he's, he's supposed yeah. to be your leadoff 15, 16, man going yeah. forward, but okay. No, he's really a, lead he's up only guy. 20,
1: he's 22. Normally, like, you sacrifice average for power and home runs, but it sounds like he has neither of them. But okay, continue. He's 22, betting a little under league average. So, I mean, I I think so. obviously it's a learning year, but hopefully he's what he's come out to be. And then at third base – uh, I'm thinking they're going to move Madrigal to third base. I mean, he's a little short. There's a little guess here, but I don't see Berger doing nothing, especially with those two ACL tears. We only really have a third base guy. So. Achilles, Achilles.
3: What's what's the uh, estimated uh, time of arrival for uh, Madrigal?
1: I believe I saw it was – it said, don't be surprised, if he was in there like 2020, 2021. And then outfield, we have Blake Rutherford. He's uh, currently in – it's uh, a high A with Winston-Salem. He's batting, I want to bat in around 300 on the year. A little, nugget,
2: a little nugget on Blake Rutherford. Yeah. When he first got drafted, when he got traded to the White Sox, reports came out that when he was in Little League, when he pitched, he, were, he would wear a helmet on the mound. So that's the White Sox starting left fielder.
3: <laughs> Softer <laughs> there's, than there's, shit. There's,
1: there's, there's, you think he'll wear the helmet He's left got the Rex specs, too, I think. Do you, so. you, you think he'll wear them in left fielder? The helmet in left fielder? I mean, if his mom makes them, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then we got uh, Luis Robert. In center field, I think he's going to be a beast, hopefully. And right field carrying the low, we got Eloy Mania. And then DH, I think it's a toss-up between uh, Avi and uh, even maybe Micker Adolfo. Who? Micker Adolfo. Ooh. Micker with an M. <laughs> what?
3: Yeah, what, what, what'd you what
1: did you oh, just say? Okay. <laughs> Watch it. Shout out to we love
2: that. Right.
1: And then uh, the current White Sox right now, uh, currently on a 10-4 run. Should Could have been 11-3, and 3. bullpen stinks. Uh, rotation's been pretty solid lately. I don't have any numbers back it up. They've been solid. Uh, offense has been averaging five a game. And, uh, you heard it here first. It's my pinned tweet for about a year. Sox are in the World Series next year. Book it. It's Grick League. What the world is? It winning? <laughs> world Series. Oh,
3: 2019. Okay.
1: Are you going to open up the uh, Florida? Are you hey, open it's up 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 for, for debate? It's open
2: for questions. Danny, Danny, you got any questions for the man?
3: Um, uh, I mean, what what's what's the what do you, what do you think the rec- the final record of the regular season next year is going to be? You think they're going to win the division, wild card? What I mean, if they're winning the World Series; they got to get there somehow. What's, could, how's it going to pan out?
1: I could see, I want to say division, but I don't think they're going to win it because I still think Cleveland's going to be all right this year. Other than that, the division's a joke. Sox have, this year, the Sox have I want to say 50, think fifty-two wins right now. They're mm-hmm. a game out of third place. Yeah, cause wanna, the fucking AL Central. Yeah, team. they're, they're playing the worst been, division
3: of baseball yeah, in the history oh yeah, of baseball. Sure.
1: And then, but I for saw because most year teams, year. like all the other four teams, including the White Sox, they're in a rebuild stage. And the Indians, I don't think they're gonna be good much longer. Why is that? Because they got. I just don't see it. They haven't like Andrew Miller hasn't really been nothing this year.
3: He's a free uh, agent next year.
1: <laughs> exactly. Oops. Get that out. <laughs> Uh, Andrew Miller's free agents. I don't. I don't know if they're gonna re- re-get him. Uh, I just don't see. I don't know because I don't. I can't see them being well with that team anymore, like much longer. I think teams are coming, mainly the White Sox. I mean,
3: you, you still got you still got Corey Kluber. You still got Trevor Bauer, Carl Carlos Cresco. Carrasco. I mean Frank that li- that door. lineup is still pretty scary. I don't. I don't know why. I don't know why you can come out good. and say that that team is not going to be good next year, even if they lose Andrew Miller, which they might not.
1: I, don't know, I, just, I just can't see it. I don't see them being on much longer because I think they're on the decline since the 2016 World Series, or 2015, whatever the fuck it was. 16. 16. And You can't I even remember see... when the Cubs won the World Series. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah, you yeah, forgot. I get yeah. it out of my mind. Like I, don't, I don't try to think about that much. I just can't see them being yeah, on how that that much Yeah, how's that longer. work? Cubs
2: aren't in your head, right?
1: No, never. Okay. Any other questions? ask another question? Oh, Matt.
2: So you're talking about the Copen Cabana. I was just wondering, like, what's it like being a Sox fan? Like, you guys have – I went to a game a few weekends ago. You guys got that shower thing in left field. You guys got a bunch of, like, little gimmicky, like, games and fast-pitch stuff. And you're talking about they – had, they had the Shark – what was it, the Shark Tank? For yeah, that Symarga. was awful.
1: And then Chris Sale did – I want to say Section 148 was the K-Zone.
2: That the K-Zone. You're talking about the, the Kopech Cabana. I'm just wondering, like, what's it like – having to do stuff like that to get fans to come to your game rather than just, like, having a good team. Like, the Cubs, they just have a
1: good team. Like, they don't have all that shit. Yeah, I think it's tough. but Very tough. Very tough. But I think that the Cubs, obviously they're good now, but, like, they've always drawn fans for the historical reasons. White Sox really have nothing. The first mistake was building the stadium facing the wrong way. Could have had the skyline in the background, but, you know, that's, not, that's not a thing anymore. It, no. it faces that way. And I actually think it's kind of like a joke because we got the fundamentals out in the outfield. Hmm. that's the nice that to be the main attraction of mine sort to outrun Scott Pocenic.
2: I was at the game. I was at the game like two Saturdays ago. They have a thing in behind le- in left field left field like concourse it's like a little like it's like a bar like you walk up to it it's like a bar. I don't know what it's called, but there's like places packed and then like you look out. Onto the game, there's nobody sitting in the stands. Like everyone's up there. Like they have like drinking beers? They have Xbox. Yeah. Drinking oh no, beers. a kids section? No, it's not kids. It's like it's a bar, but then they have like video games and stuff all set up. It's like that place is packed, but like nobody's in the actual seats. Like if, do you ever think maybe they should like not do all that stuff so people actually like sit in the seats? Maybe I that's think why maybe that's why it looks so empty, like at all times.
1: Then you're trying to draw millennials with the Xbox. They don't they know socks can't get so much, so they're trying to get whatever they can. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> point.
0: That's a good
2: point.
1: <laughs> Any other questions? I have
0: no questions. Mine would just be eight. Like, I just like ripping on the socks. But you know what? We're not going to rip or on hope, you We're anymore. hopeful. We're hopeful. Done it. So if you think they're, they're making the playoffs next year, like that's delusional. Oh, hey. This team still sucks. Major yeah, they're not, they're not making they're the playoffs horrible. next year. Tech, no right? chance. They're the third worst team in baseball.
3: They're not winning the division, and then there's no way they're going to be better than, let's say, an Oakland A's or a New York Yankees, what they are now,
1: uh, and getting that wild think, card spot. I think an 81 season, maybe push – Push wild card be their best chance. They're not one of the. You said
3: players. they're not getting a wild card with eighty wins. Oh, we
1: are.
3: Nobody does that. That's under five hundred.
1: Eighty? Yeah. Yeah. 80 there's one hundred sixty oh, two. There's
3: one hundred sixty two games in a season. My
0: bad. Oh boy, ninety
1: wins. There
2: we go. Especially half. Like, half
3: one hundred sixty two is eighty one. Quick math.
2: Accounting major here, right? Shout now. out to the White Sox fans. I Shout out to NIU accounting. Yeah. So then, but like. You have the Red Sox and the Yankees are going to be battling it out for, the, next, for, for like the foreseeable future. So that's one wild card spot taken up every year. I think the Yankees have the second-best second record in baseball. Yeah. So then I, that's obviously going to be locked up if things continue as they are, which like, there's no reason to think but the Yankees or Red Sox would regress. And then out west, you have the Astros, the, uh, the A's. Oakland A's. The A's.
3: And, and the Angels will probably be better than the White Sox, too. The Mariners are good. Mariners.
2: I, just, I, find, it, I find it hard to believe they're going to. Their only chance will be to win the division. That's the only, I only shot. I'm just being hopeful here. Yeah, clearly.
3: Well, be realistic.
2: Yeah, be, yeah. Think with your head, not your heart. I always think my heart. Give your, give your, okay, give your. We're pick, supposed
3: to be informative
2: here. Give your pick with your head and not your heart, right now. You really think they're going to they're making the playoffs next year? Head, uh, not heart. Come on. I, not, I,
1: I gotta stick with what I said though. Can't uh, can't go back and back. We're see. giving you a
2: chance. We'll, we'll we'll cut that with your head, not your heart. Are the way Sox to make the playoffs next year?
1: I'm still saying yeah. Okay, that's just stupid. Okay.
3: All right, we'll 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 bring that back next year. Yeah, we'll yeah.
1: we'll run this tape back. All right, remember the tweet. Market. That
3: Mark it? it.
0: That's all you that's got. It. That's it. Thank you for coming. I enjoy it. I enjoy having guests. So I think next week we're gonna have another NIU friend, Scott.
2: Whoa, whoa! Over. Don't step on the segment. You
0: gotta keep must- it a surprise.
2: Cut that. We're going to cut yeah, that. Yeah,
0: we're going to cut that. That's going to be cut. So that ends up. Uh, we're
2: definitely not having Scott on next week. We're for sure not having Scott on next week. For sure. Week.
0: I'm not going to cancel him a second time. I will, I guess. <laughs> but
2: uh, Justin, sorry, Scott. You guys sorry, are have to wait Scott. and see who it is. See
0: ya. So that's it. You guys are going go to go into college football now. All
2: right. See you, buddy. Thanks for coming.
3: Go back to N302. You're welcome anytime. Thanks for, thanks for
2: coming on. You're welcome thanks. anytime.
0: We've made it. It's here. We can finally bet on football games. Does that matters. I don't have to feel like a complete degenerate betting on preseason football, which somehow I didn't do this year. Last year I lost a lot of money on Bears preseason, but it's a good way to spend your money. We've made it. It's finally here. We got college this week, NFL this week. So we're going to dive right in. NFL this week. I said NFL next week. Oh, next week. I was going to
3: say. You said this week, but go on.
0: We have a bit of NFL. We have divisions coming after we do our college picks. So, if you want to stick around for some divisional picks, which I don't know who's going to bet divisional, but. NFL divisional? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think I'm college. No, we did college last week. We were not. Yeah, I I wouldn't know. But, um, so let's just jump right into it. Do you want to do, we all have four picks against the spread, and I have a little teaser with the over-under in the Northern Iowa game. Do you want to Mm -hmm. do? One pick each and go through it, or just all four at a time, and then.
3: I said five. we go all four at a time.
0: Yeah, I think we just go for it. Yeah, we each go, h do our four, back to back to back. All right, so I will lead it off. Um, my favorite for the week is the one I would put down no matter what. Like, if you have only one bet, Michigan is a pick against Notre Dame. Oh, okay. Michigan is going to take a big fat dump on the Irish this weekend. It's not even going to be close. Michigan's defense, like I think nine of them return, and they're stacked. Offense, they finally have a quarterback, and I figure out his name. It's not uh, something Kelly. It is Shea Patterson. He's from Ole Miss. Guy's pretty damn good. He's a Heisman favorite. And Notre Dame, they they're just not going to get any ball movement on that defense, and just they're not going to be able to keep
2: up with Michigan. That will actually be able to score this year. It's tough. It's the it's a a pick 'em. Yeah, I mean i I would I would not feel comfortable. If I, if I have one bet to make, I would not feel comfortable putting it against Notre Dame. I hate Notre Dame. I hate them with a burning passion, but I would not feel comfortable putting my money on Notre Dame money line or Michigan money line at Notre Dame at night at prime time. That's going to be a hostile environment. I'm yeah. not saying Michigan won't win. I've done precisely zero research this college football season, <laughs> but just betting against Notre Dame season opener at night under the lights, that just sounds that sounds like a risky proposition to me. Take it. Yeah, I, yeah,
3: I mean, I, I I kind of agree with Matt, even though I'm going to be Place some money on Michigan no matter what, just for probably out of my hatred out of Notre Dame. But actually going against them opening night would be That's pretty tough. tough. But Michigan's very, very good. I, I think Michigan is going to win that game, and I probably will throw some cash on the money line.
0: I like Michigan so much. I think Michigan is going to win the Big Ten. That's my unbiased opinion because in my heart of hearts, I want Wisconsin to win by a snow. End of the day,
2: we get to the big game. We typically don't win that big game. Hold on, based off Har- based off Jim Harbaugh's big game, his record in big games, for Michigan. What what based on what you've seen from him in previous years, what makes you think they're gonna get the well? Line? If we think of that, we think if they have
0: the correct spot against Ohio State and they don't have a dog shit punt on the last second against Michigan State, there's two extra wins in that. Like I know that graphic goes around all the time, like his record, Michigan State and Ohio State. Just those two plays. If the ref makes the right call and the snapper doesn't put it ten feet
2: over the punter's head, that call was too close. That that, that Ohio State call is too close to just give them the win. I I, I was, I'm a Michigan. I'm kind of a Michigan fan. I hate I hate Ohio State. So I was rooting for Michigan. So I think it was a bullshit call. But that, that, that was like way too close to say like they. It for, was.
3: It was not a bullshit call.
2: You, I mean that was you, the wrong call. You're, like, thinking, you're an Ohio State fan, Danny. You, you have to admit.
3: No, it was the right call. He did not get for so no, he did. It was the first down.
2: I was too close to say like they would have gotten the first down, and they would have won. They would if they got that stop. It wasn't that fourth down. Yeah, so they would have gotten that, I mean, that. That was that was like too close of a call to like say either way. You can't not in my mind definitively say either way. But no, was, that's my no, Ohio
3: Ohio State won that game. Please then, yeah. please
0: take Michigan.
2: That's a ridiculous. After
0: take. that, my next favorite pick is Bama minus twenty four and a half against Louisville. Bama always covers the first game. It's always happened. I think. A couple years ago, it was um, Wisconsin, and then Wisconsin typically can play teams close. Alabama just wore them down and ended up killing them. The next year, it was USC, same exact thing. Kind of close to starting the first quarter, wore them down, covered. Last year, Florida State, Francois did get hurt, so it was kind of cheap, but end of the day, they covered their first game even with these large spreads. They just... Keep on going. They just keep scoring touchdowns. It doesn't matter. Like Alabama's going
3: to beat Louisville this year. I mean, yeah, they're going to beat they're them. They're obviously going they're. To be, but last last year, I mean, against the spread, Bama wasn't that great. They were. I mean, they were around five hundred against the spread. I know the 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 saying like you're not going to get rich betting against Bama, but last year against the spread, they weren't that great. I well, mean, like, like like against Mississippi State. I forgot there was another one where they played some like. Absolutely dog shit team, and I think the spread was somewhere around 42. Well, that's
0: different. Like, no one gets pumped to go play the Citadel their second and last game, but like, if anyone is good at making fake motivation for their team, it's Nick Saban. Like, well, absolutely it? two years ago, they lost, like, or I think they're going into a game undefeated against Washington, and he made it seem like Underdog. they were the complete underdogs yeah. that no one was picking them to win. Like, and just looking at the media, like, the last two weeks, like, oh. Alabama's kind of iffy this year. Georgia's pretty good. Like Nick Saban is going to instill in their head that they need to murder Louisville this week.
2: And I guarantee. That's true. Yeah. And I But I, I haven't looked at the spread, obviously. But I, I like can almost guarantee like they're favorite in every single game. If you look, if you look at their schedule right now, I guarantee like they'll they're, they're favorite. I think they, they are. are. Exactly. They are Yeah, they are. So it's impressive. But, that Saban can do that. But don't ride with Bama
3: every single week. Is all I'm saying. No, not every
0: week, but this week ride Bama. Um, over under sixty two. I don't. I haven't made a pick for that. If, you're leaning and you wanna do over unders instead of spreads. Sixty two is a lot of points. I don't think Louisville's scoring much without Lamar Jackson this year. Mm-hmm. Um after that I like Washington plus two and a half against Auburn, but I do like them straight up to get the plus ten, get more bang for your buck. Get the get, plus
2: 10, What does that mean? Get
0: it's like, the plus 10. So if you take just outright you get the better odds, you get the better money. Oh yeah, so it's instead of line, minus one ten, you get either. plus what's that? Yeah, take oh, the money. Yeah. Okay. Put it on Washington. I think they beat Auburn pretty handily. Washington's pretty good. And I like that most of their offense is returning, their line's returning, the quarterback's returning. First game of the year, I like that. But then we get to the main event. The game everyone across the country is thinking about. Me and Matt will both be in attendance. Northern Illinois and Iowa. Oh, baby. It gonna, oh, baby. It's going to be a slugfest like you've ever seen. The power of the MAC the power of the Big Ten West, it is going to be a slobber knocker. <laughs> so, a lot of punts, ton of punts, ton of runs up the middles, first down run, second down run, third down pass, punt.
2: If that's your thing, tune in on, 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 on Saturday at two thirty. This will be the game for you. Maybe you'll see uh, your
0: two two co-hosts.
3: Hate to see it. Hate to see it.
0: But NIU plus ten and a half, hammer it and
3: Parlour No, Hammers- don't hammer it.
0: Hammer it and parlay it with the under forty eight. There's no chance these two teams score combined forty eight points. Northern's offense is horrible. Our defense is pretty good. I was both their tack- starting tackles are suspended for the game. And we have our only our best thing about our defense is our pass rush. So both their tackles being gone, I think, will give us an edge just right there. So I don't think anyone's really scoring this game. I think it'll be very low scoring. That's why I also like the plus ten and a half.
2: And and I use Number one wide receiver, number one tight ender also suspended for this game. Yep. Take the under. No, That's baby. rough. Yeah. It's take
3: hard. I definitely I definitely say take the under, but I think Iowa minus ten as or ten and a half I think they're gonna cover. At home. Game one against NIU. Come on.
2: That's one that'd be tough potentially. I mean, I don't know about tough to get up for I I and their their home stadium, it's so like they're like they
3: get going for their season. It's good. Iowa, I w- I would take Dan, Iowa. Dan, you know what's but... going to happen? It's going to be late fourth quarter.
0: Husky's up six or something. Fourth down. Iowa's quarterback drops back. Sun Smith around the corner. Jack Hammers, the quarterback in the back. Sacks him. Turned over on downs. Game over. And he gives a big salute to all those kids in the hospital right there. Oh, wow.
2: <laughs> Make them cry. Make them
0: cry. be electric. Try. Try be electric. I'm hard as a rock just thinking about that. But, Dan, since you like Iowa, my side.
3: Let's go into your picks. Okay, I'll give you my four picks. All right. Starting out, I like Army plus 13.5 versus Duke. I'm usually not one to bet, you know, Army, Navy, Air Force or any of it, but they're playing Duke. And and 13.5 is a lot of points for what's probably going to be a very, very low-scoring game. Um, I got Kent State plus 16.5 versus Illinois. Um, Illinois beating anybody by 3 possessions is ludicrous that even beating a high school team like come on they i mean given giving giving anybody 16.5 points against Illinois I'm going to take the the dog there um Indiana minus 10 against FIU and Boise State minus 10 against Troy I don't know it was what like- you guys you, you guys got up. any
2: problems with those with those picks? I was just gonna say I know precisely zero about any of those teams. Otherwise I would have I would have chimed in right there. But
3: I I don't, I don't know I don't know a whole I don't know that that much, but I know about each like, you you know what each team's gonna bring. Yeah. And FIU, U of I, Troy, they're not gonna bring anything.
2: I wish I had comments, but I, I truly do not. So I'll
3: pass it over to Jake.
0: I love how you made all of your bets on games that like no one gives a shit about. Like exactly, but, that's that's, but
3: that's that's how you. Ma- I mean, if you're gonna be, I mean, obviously you got to be betting the primetime games too. But if you, I mean, if you're trying to make some dough, you got to be grinding the, yeah. you know, watch watch these, you know, subpar teams. You're
0: on the prowl for the games that opening. They're gonna have like a half full stands, just like yep. ESPN yes. two, ESPN three. Hey,
3: you win this. It doesn't matter who's playing. You win the same amount of money that yeah, you exactly. put down Bingo. for. Bingo! Exactly. It's
2: all that matters. You're gonna make money. Exactly, Matt. Let's get into you, baby. Okay, so these picks, I want to preface this by saying, I know bait general knowledge of college football, but nothing. But wait really till none. next
0: week, Matt, when it comes to NFL, he's your guy. I, I think I'm, I, I don't know if I'm that, I think I'm like. He's, be, under I'm he's, he's,
2: a good, he's a lot better at the NFL. I'm a lot better at the NFL. I've been following the NFL for a lot longer. I've just recently, like, really gotten into college football. I'm really not, I'm not really that into it, but, so. And I, I, I made these picks about five minutes before we started recording. So pick number one. Arizona, I think they're playing. Where they're playing? BYU. Arizona playing BYU. Arizona minus eleven and a half. I'm an Arizona fan. So and they have uh, Heisman. I think he got Heisman voice last year. Khalil Tate. He's one of the Heisman favorites this year too. He's a monster. I think BYU stinks. They're a bunch of white Mormons. So I think Khalil Tate's gonna run past him. Oh my the end god. Zone. <laughs> so just like I'm
0: Khalil Tate, he's like a big guy too. Just like no, he's a, he's a
2: quarterback. He's tiny.
0: no, no, but he's like kind of taller. He's, like, thin, yeah. but he's a bit taller. He's just, like, stiff arm to shoot out some 5'8 white guy. Yeah, you're
3: going to see I like just, I, I, hate, I hate watching West Coast games, like, at, like, 930, oh, that, that cool. started, like, 930 at night. Oh, then you're not true degenerate, so you're going to see a like... lot. No, I'm not saying, I'm not saying I won't watch it. I'm just saying it's okay. not as great. You're, you're watching it until past tr- now You're, like, three degenerate. Yeah, we can work with,
2: let's, work, we'll let's work, that. workshop that. Let's workshop that. Let's let's keep going. My so are gonna see a lot of small whites, uh diving at the at the legs of Khalil Tate while he runs into the end zone. So Arizona minus eleven and a half on that one. My next game, LSU plus three and a half against Miami. I believe it's a neutral site. At LSU
0: Miami, yeah, it's in uh, Texas.
2: It's in Texas. I don't know exactly what's yep. dating but it's in Texas. Uh, I love Coach O. I think he sounds funny when he talks. <laughs> uh, he says, "Go Tigers." So I like that. He like he likes gumbo or jump, yeah, gumbo. From the south, were they, were let's they, go beat, let's go beat them, kids. And I, my, Miami, just like I, I'm not sure exactly how it'll carry over into the season. but they, they like collapsed. They went from like the talk. They went from they were a top four team, weren't they? Top four. They more? were
3: once when they beat Notre when they beat Notre Dame. I think there were three or four so after went, that. They went from that, and, and then, then they I mean, lost
0: to Pitt. They lost to Clemson. They lost to Wisconsin. Wisconsin played the
3: pit The Pitt loss. The Pitt loss didn't really mean anything. They were going to get in the ACC championship anyways. So Better once. Speak.
0: I'm picking not teams. really,
3: because it didn't matter to their fucking resume. When I bet
0: money on Miami, they lose to Pitt. I'm pretty pissed off. I'm That's different.
3: About. I'm saying. I'm saying the team, the Miami because man's talking about the the fall off. I mean, the loss of Pitt meant nothing, and then they obviously lost to uh, Clemson, which that, that was the game that actually meant something. They win that game, they in the playoff.
2: So I think I again I know I know nothing about either of these teams, but I feel like a more a more accurate line would be like closer to a, a not a push uh, pick. Yeah, pick them. So I mean LSU getting the three and a half there. I'll take LSU. Next pick, Akron. I'll take Nebraska. No, what, what did I take you? I took yeah, I took Akron plus twenty six against Nebraska. Nebraska just fucking sucks. I don't know anything else about Nebraska or Akron for that matter. I just know twenty six is in fact a lot of points. Nebraska stinks. So Akron plus twenty six. Then my final pick, Alabama minus twenty four and a half against Louisville, just like Jake had. My reasoning is because Alabama actually good. That's not breaking news. We all know that. But Louisville, I feel like they they sucked last year. With I mean, they, they kind of sucked last year, even with Lamar they Jackson. They did stink right? a lot. They weren't that good. A lot so of you,
0: stinky moments.
2: So you take away who, again, I'm not very uh, – Take away a Heisman winner. I, I don't really know a whole lot about Louisville football, but I feel like Lamar Jackson, like he could be like the best player in their, their program. He'd it, right? be close. He, he, I think he is. He
0: probably is. Number two is probably Teddy
2: Bridgewater. You could oh yeah, I
3: forgot. Oh that guy's got a huge I, I would I'd say on the on the standards of just college football, uh probably put Lamar Jackson just for just the two seasons that he they were unbelievable.
2: Exactly. So I think if you I think you could probably you probably could have made the argument yeah, even last year.
0: They lost to Purdue in the opening game last year. Like if fucking you can't beat Purdue,
2: like you're not coming close to them. Exactly. So I feel like I feel like you probably could. Have and that's with him. Lamar Jackson. Exactly. <laughs> my point. I feel like you could have made the argument last year that Bama covers covers twenty four and a half with Lamar Jackson. So you take away Lamar Jackson, there's no chance they cover that line. So Alabama minus twenty four and a half. You bet my you bet my picks. You make money. Thank me later. All right. Any any objections from anyone on those? That's how you know yeah. good picks. There you go. No, I mean I, 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 I don't hate any of them. So yeah, I appreciate it. I worked hard on those. So,
0: how's the uh, opening week going for
2: you guys? Pretty good.
0: Any funky classes? Funky teachers?
3: Nothing. Nothing too crazy. But I, I do want to share one thing with uh, if if you're if you're in college and you live with more than one other person, here's a fun idea. <laughs> we uh, our uh, our apartment. The guys who live in our apartment. We all pick one. One team, because no, our entire apartment we don't have like a singular team that everybody could root for. Why, like, why don't you root for like, catch
0: football?
3: All right. <laughs> um, und, undefeated since the seventies, but that's fine. I mean, it's just kind of it's kind of boring cheering for them because they haven't lost. But um,
2: so dominant.
3: So what what you got to do is that if if you're in an apartment where nobody, you know, if you're if you're looking for a college football team to root for. Or any team, for that matter. Pick everybody picks one team and one veto. So if, if you if you veto the team, nobody else can put it in the hat. And then once you pick the team, you jumble it up, pick it up, yep. and that's your new favorite team. For us, it's now Oklahoma. So Oklahoma, I'm riding with them. I'm riding with the Sooners now.
2: That's what everyone's. That's, what, that's that's everyone's team. You know, they put yeah, that's our. They it's our it's, our. it's our
3: apartment's team now. To root I like out. it. Oh, so, so we know. I mean, it's and now because because if you if you don't have the vetoes and we pull out somebody like Notre Dame, I'm gonna be very very mad. Yeah, I
2: would never
3: root for in. Exactly. Tough, so though, like, you can't. And Ohio State got vetoed, so I I just put put down the U. Hmm. So, but um, since Ohio State got vetoed, you know, I, I'll still root for them. But now, you know, Oklahoma, I will also root for.
2: Team go, Sooners. Matt, okay, I got a question for you, Matt. Go ahead.
0: How do you feel getting called a fuckstick by uh, White Sox Dave? It's
2: so, a little, Red Line Radio. a little background on this. I don't even know if Danny knows this. I don't know if he I didn't guys listen
3: guys. I didn't listen to it yet. Actually, Prinsky told me, he's like, yeah, there's this kid from Matt from Oak Lawn that uh, called in. I'm like, that was probably the Matt that I know. That was
2: absolutely the Matt <laughs> that you was. know. It was me. So, what happened was, I called like two or three weeks ago, so that's why I was a little off guard. I'm like, okay, if they didn't answer it the episode after, like, I, I must not be getting on. And I got a text from Jake. He goes, man! Like Matt made his debut on Redline Radio, and White Sox Dave ripped him apart. So for all the fans at home who don't listen to Redline Radio, it's a good podcast. I would definitely recommend it. it Cubs-White Sox podcast by a couple of barstool guys. They uh, they have a, a call in. So I call in, and the one guy Dave, he's like the big. He's a big old like football, high school football hardo. He wants you every time you call in say, "Hey, Matt from Oakland," and then he wants you to say, "Did you play against him in high school football?" And every time they don't, you don't say it, he gets very angry. And I, I no, I knew he was gonna get angry, so I didn't say it. I so I go Matt from Oakland, Then I just skip and go into my question. He got very angry. He called me a fuckstick. He didn't. He he tried denying. He tried saying like this kid's from like this kid's from the North Shore. He's a, he's a northern suburbs kid. He was just saying he's from Oakland. I don't know. I don't know why, why why you think he would think I was lying about saying Oakland.
3: Why would you lie about being from Oakland?
2: Exactly. Not, I'm not to bash it in any way, shape,
3: or form. I love Oakland. Yeah. But I don't think I don't think somebody who's not from Oakland is gonna pretend that
2: they are. I don't think I don't I think people. Yeah, we'll pull the air. Yeah, I don't think I don't think people. I don't think if you tell someone you're from Oakland, they're like, "I love Oakland too. I I, I got pride for for the big O-L. But Yeah, I don't think people. I don't think people are like super impressed if you say you're from Oakland. I think maybe just because Carl's from Oakland and he thinks like maybe like oh like he would air someone from his town, but I have no idea why he would think I'm I'm not from Oakland. But yeah, you kind of ripped me apart, so I'm planning on calling back again and uh and leaving uh, leaving a little rebuttal for old white Sox, Steve.
3: Nice silence. Huh? I mean, yeah,
2: yeah. I'd say, Jake, we need you over here. We're dying. What's up? We had a nice little silence. We had, to, we had to cut that. I think we should just, we should just leave it to let the people know how real this podcast is.
0: Oh, yeah. I can't edit the two way call, oh, so it's go. getting stuck in there. So. Let's go.
3: All right. That's fine.
0: Put, that's put,
2: great. put a few Batman uh, intros. I love there, yeah. that intro.
3: Oh every, every time there's a silence, we just go back to the ASMR. Hey, guys. <sighs> hey, we're not, we're not, we're, I know it's all. Talk, right? We
0: do Cubs talk, but I want i don't know. We, we have to do
2: Cubs talk. They've been so hot, we can't. Not do
0: we're gonna—we're gonna save it. But I just want to have a little more, a banter. But uh, so I have a class, and we do our introduction, our icebreakers, whatever. It's a he, I guess. And stands up. Hi, my name's Ashton. I'm from Wheaton. Um I'm a whatever major. I'm transgender and go by the pronouns of he and hmm. it. Like oh, it, huh? huh so I get to call someone it from now on and I feel like a real
2: asshole
3: it's is a female why, why would you feel like an asshole if they want yeah, you to call might, you it, call
0: it yeah. <laughs> just walk in the room what's up it I don't think that way you call him it what's, up, it
3: what's up you thing <laughs>
0: hey you <laughs> what
3: are you <laughs> I'm an it what are you
2: <laughs> oh and then I'm it's like my... this
3: Tom it's like the Tom Segura sketch to when somebody's asking him if he's like Japanese and then they ask what are you he's like well, that's fucking rude.
2: <laughs> Except that they, they prefer it. It prefers it, so.
3: They prefer it. Just, just sure. say, like, hey, what's up, thing.
2: It'd be, it'd be rude to not do that. You know what really stinks? Silent films. I
0: had to watch it for my film class, and during class, it was three and a half hours. The movie was an hour long. God. It was so bad.
2: Why would you ever take a three hour
0: film class? Because I needed. Because for some reason, to be a physical therapist, you have to study film for a semester. That's you gotta,
3: you gotta course. fill the, you gotta fill the credits, man. You gotta insane. fill, fill it up.
0: Big stupid. Um, so yeah, we can get in the How
3: long was the silent film?
0: The silent film was for an hour, like the last half hour, uh, extreme migraine. Like, were there
3: subtitles?
0: They're what? Well, it's like. They're not really or was it around. like
3: old? Was it old school where like they say something and then it cuts to like a black screen where it says what they said? That's what it was. 100%. Oh my god! Okay. It was so fun. That's gotta be rough. Like, I Tyler, I am on Twitter. Best
0: follow on Twitter makes fun of it all the time. Like the opening scene was like the typical paper boy with like that paper boy <laughs> hat, handing out papers, going, "Read it here, read it here," like <laughs> like breaking news, break, yeah, like all that shit. And I just like started giggling. The people around me. I mean, he look like a big fat idiot, but it was horrible. Don't watch a 1903 film. Oh,
3: okay, that was the yeah. Good think, one. think, uh, think how we live past like the 1950s where think of how you could easy ad- it was
0: to be an actor fucking back
3: then. Like you, oh, it had to be you, so easy. You could you literally be, you could be, you could be Tone and be an actor.
2: Helen Collard would have killed
3: it. Like when people got shot in the movie, like it looked
0: like yeah, people grabbing the heart, hands going. Like, it looked like LeBron driving down the lane. They're like, what the fuck. When he was on the heat, when he was backpedaling and got picked by Tyson Chandler, and he just like wailed his arms up. Like, that's what the acting looks like back then. It was horrible. What an absolute pussy. Yeah, I really don't have any other fun stories from class, though.
2: I got a little fun story, not Ooh. from class, but from a few weeks ago. I was gonna, I was gonna, I've been I've been holding this one. I actually forgot about it, but I wanna get it off my chest now. So, uh, last day at work, a few weeks ago, before going back to school. So I'm like, you know what, I'll treat myself. I'll go get some beggar's pizzas. So I, I drive up. Shout out Oakland Public Works, so I, I drive up Central, go to the beggars, get my slice in the little uh, triangular box, and then I get back to work, and I'm going to go eat it in the lunchroom. Happy as a clam, bought to munch on some pizza. I, I do love myself some pizza. So I got out of my car. It's raining, which I, I, I guess makes it worse. So I got out of my car, and I got the pizza in my hand, and I, I go to lock my car up again because I have to do a manual because I don't have one of the clickers. Pizza falls out of the box, flat onto the street. <laughs> and I just, just drop everything, scramble to put it back in the box before anybody could see it. Because I,
0: did
2: you eat it? oh I'll, yes, I did, of course. So I, am like, okay, well, I'm not. So I'm sitting there, got some like little black shit on my pizza. I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna like drive all the way back to buy a new, a new pizza. So no, I looked around, nobody saw. So I went back in. I ate the dirty street pizza. So I just wanted you guys to know that there's no secrets on this podcast. Everything's out in the open. No secrets. No, no secrets. No shame. Nope. But I just want, yeah, I just wanted to get that off my chest. And I it was, have, and it was delicious, by the way. I
3: have a
0: confession. We were at the wreck. Around the court. My first shot in the game was a airball
2: ball three. So it's tough. It's tough. It happens. Real it's rocky. These things happen. Especially if
3: it's your first shot, like, there's nothing worse than that. First, if, you're playing, if you're playing any form of, like, pickup basketball the first day and you we just played, the first shot of your air ball, you're just, you're just not going to shoot the ball for the rest of the game. Yeah, no. Or, like, like probably, the rest, probably the rest of your intramural in Northern, season like, or whatever a, you do. If you're a
0: white kid in Northern, if you miss your first shot and you miss it bad, you are not touching the ball again. You're not the getting the, the ball production. again. Absolutely. No shot for the
2: rest of the game.
0: Literally, rest of the semester I will not touch the ball. Probably if I'm playing with a couple of black kids, that
2: throws off your whole game. If you well, if you, then
3: you can just play down on the block and you know just grab some boards. I'm five eight, play good defense.
0: I'm not, I'm not grabbing boards. How, how?
3: Eight. I mean, is every, is everybody? I mean, I, is everybody else just super tall, or what's the? When you're five eight,
0: everyone's pretty tall. But if you're super, it's be peach, tough. I'll throw my peach around, and get some boards. There you go. You gotta, you gotta contribute where you can. All right, we're getting off the rails. We're going to cups talk. Daniel Murphy. It, me and Derek about last time. homophobe doesn't like him. Yeah, I heard
2: that. But he hits baseballs really good. Yeah, he really well. Out. He puts them. He doesn't seem like I. I don't know. It seems like he's not. He's like yeah, he, he has power for sure, but he seems like he's he's more he's better at situational hitting where he can just he'll just find a gap mm-hmm. and just get on and move move the baton. Everyone knows the word the best way to kill a rally is to hit a home run. So, I mean, I, I don't I don't mind a guy who can just slap it around a little bit and just get on base, do his job, pass the baton to the next guy.
3: Yeah, he's a, just a, he's a hitting machine, and that's what the Cubs need.
2: Absolutely.
3: Especially if, I, I mean, if they go through any kind of funk, and even if they do it in the playoffs, he, he could be a guy that just gets a rally going.
0: And he's the type of hitter, too. Like, it's not uncommon to – like, Rizzo does it, too. It's not uncommon to see, like, a 12-pitch advantage to Daniel Murphy. And it, it just ruins a pitcher's entire outing. Where he just starts out, like, 1-2, and then he follows off, like, 7-8 pitches. And most of the time, like, those at-bats end up getting a single anyways, and it just kills the morale of a pitcher. Now, the, the, the lineup is so stacked and so deep with professional hitters. Uh, I don't want to put a guarantee on it, but if Chris Bryant is coming back healthy, we might be winning the NL. There's, like, a guarantee. I'm pretty confident now, but
2: Jake Larson's stamp of guarantee might be coming soon. I
3: just They're see, they're going to win the NL.
2: I, I just want to see. I mean, that, there's really no, no strong opponent in me. In the NL, that I'm really that afraid of, AL is more top-heavy, whereas the NL is more a lot of a lot of really good teams. But I, I definitely think we could we can beat anyone in the uh, National League. The real challenge will be once we get to the World Series. I, well, I, I shouldn't say we're going to win the NL, obviously. Whoever we meet in the NLCS, we'll give us a good series, whoever it is. But I'm just interested to see when Chris Bryant comes back, how uh, how we're going to move the lineup around. Because I feel like Bodie Bodie will definitely see less playing time. But I, I feel like. Brian's going to be playing the outfield more. So, I mean, that less, means less time for Elmore. Elmore already has been getting his time cut. I mean, does, does Shorber – I don't see Shorber getting any time cut. I don't see Hayward getting any time. So, I I don't know. Maybe you're throwing Hayward in right uh, and Brian and, – or you're throwing Bryant in right and Hayward in center. Yeah, Brian's seeing it third.
3: No. I don't think I yeah, I, Brian does. It. Brian doesn't play the outfield very well.
2: No, Brian plays. No, Brian he plays, plays out it outfield. decently, but he's they're gonna. St- he's not the that great. Okay, then if so, if so, then they're gonna have the regular outfield right now, and Bodie just takes a seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that.
3: probably for Chris Bryant. Absolutely.
2: I don't know. I feel like Elmore El has not been playing. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like he. he no, he's been. been he's this is like the worst part. of right.
0: The last month, he's been ice cold.
2: Yes, yeah, so I would have no problem. I would prefer it actually. I mean if Bodie is if Bodie stays high, I mean Bodie's been very high. He's, he's has two walk-off home runs. I wouldn't I wouldn't hate seeing uh Bodie at short, or Bodie at third and uh throwing throwing KB. Let's see. Taking Elmore out. So putting Hayward in center. Right field to put Bryant and then you put Bodie at third and just leaving it like that and then obviously you mix in on more every day. I like, few days. I wouldn't hate that at all. I like putting
0: Zobrist in right, Hayward in center. so you have all professional. Like Zobrist grinds at bats. Rizzo grinds at bats. Murphy grinds at bats, Hob- or KB is amazing at grinding at bats. And then there's Javi Schwaber that, and Willie, any pitch hung, you're gonna hit it out of the bleachers. Mm-hmm. So you have to make sure you're like perfect every at bat. And with Elmore right now being ice cold, you really don't have to do that with him. He's yeah. not hitting the ball hard at all. And,
3: I mean, hard. With, with with as hot as Bodies has I I just think recency bias is not gonna you know go go all the way where I think the best lineup I think Chris Bryan has to be playing third and David Bodie as great as he' been he's hot but who knows how long that's gonna last you need the best nine out there and David Bodie's probably not the best nine
2: you think Elmore is better than better than Bodie you think Elmore's Al- been better than Bodie? You think he's he's the best? Night not night this, right
3: not not this season, but I think overall, yeah.
2: yeah. Overall, but I'm saying this season for this for right now, when Chris Bryant comes back, I would rather have Bodie. I mean, I'm not saying Amor Omar, more still young. I'm not saying he's like a lost cause, but I I think I think right now, if you're going with the, with the hot hot hands, I, I would I would, and that's not saying I'm not like everyone's everyone's been saying like oh like once Bryant comes back, there's gonna be all these hot takes about Bodie starting over him. I'm not saying Bodie should be a third because he's better defensively or better than Chris Bryant it just speaks more to Brian's versatility that he can play the outfield and that's why I would think they would put him in right not because I I think Bodie's a better third baseman but I think if you're going with the best nine I I don't know how you can leave Bodie out and put Elmore in over him
3: Well it's just it's just cuz he's hot
2: Exactly It's I mean it's been a month I mean it's been a
3: month of hot baseball where I mean this guy we pulled him out of the minors he's been up and down the entire year and then now that Chris Bryant heard, he kind of gets his time, but who knows how long this lasts. I think you ride it of, out. Of this of this awesome play. I think you ride
2: it out.
0: Matt, If you, I'll go first if you want both. Who is then your NLDS game one start, like starting lineup? Starting and include the
2: pitcher, too. Like, who would you
0: want game one pitching? If you want me to go first, I will try out no, my lineup.
2: I'll go. Uh, you can go first.
0: I'll, uh, I'll think about it. Murphy up. leading off at second, one. Javi at short, two. KB at third, batting three. Rizzo at first, obviously batting fourth. Schwarber fifth in left field. No, actually, Zobrist after Rizzo fifth in right field. After him, Schwarber sixth at um, left field. Hayward in center batting seventh. Cole Hamels batting eighth, obviously pitching. And then Willie batting nine to protect Daniel Murphy when the rotation, or when the uh, order flips over.
2: Dan, you want to go or do you want me to go? Are you still thinking about it?
3: Uh, no, I I'm actually I'm almost I'm pretty similar with Jake's. Um, I think I would I, I I still don't like having the pitcher bat eighth. I I think no matter what you got to have the whoever whoever's hitting you whoever's the better hitter you want them batting more. Well, you want them getting you want getting more bats, and if if it's you know there's two men two men in scoring position and it comes up to the eighth spot. It's Cole Hamels coming up instead of Wilson Contreras. Actually, I would flip the starters. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, st- I'd still ride with Lester. Okay, game yeah. one. I nice said Hamels. Yeah, the reason I like to do that is, is but I do have, like Zobris and right Hayward and center, short left, and then the infield. If you have Willie batting eight,
0: the pitcher nine, they're just gonna pitch around Willie, and Willie is not having the offensive campaign he had last year, so he needs balls in the zone so we can drive him. But if you put him nine with Murphy behind him. Murphy therefore kind of protects him where they can't just throw sliders and curves in the dirt because if they do and they walk them, Danny Murphy, professional hitters right after him. I don't know about the
2: lineup because it's like hard to it's hard to predict the lineup and I don't want to. Take- I mean,
3: it's going to be flipping around every single game. Every game is different. That's not that's not the you know that's not the case where this is going to be the lineup every single
2: time. I mean, I'd say like right now best nine, which obviously will be different in the playoffs. So it's hard to really predict like what we'll be looking at, like who's going to be hot and who's not going to be hot, in, like come playoff time. But I mean, I think. I think I would go with the lineup. I was saying Shorber left, Hayward center, and KB and right Cause KB Chris Bryant's not a bad. He's not a bad. He doesn't play a bad defensive outfield. I don't. I don't know why you're saying that. Say well, he literally, he literally he
3: literally caught he literally cost the game against the Giants earlier in the year by uh, a foul uh, by a ball that Hayward would have caught.
2: Mm, I'm not saying he's better than Hayward. I don't. I don't remember the exact instance. But
3: I, I'm it. just saying. I think that in the
2: outfield, you need your best fielders. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I would still throw him in right, and then it's obviously that this will probably change. I'm sure Bodie, even if he stays as Hawks he'll have to regress. But I mean, I'm sure by come playoff time, like this way, like Bodie won't even be in consideration. But I'd I'd still throw him in right, and then I'd have Bodie, Bodie the third, Javi short, obviously Murphy. I, you can go from there. Murphy second, Rizzo first, and then pitch in game one. I would have Lester just because it's like his lineup. Like he's been, I, I I'd have Hamill's throw game two, but I think I think you still throw Lester game one. Because he's just been our guy for the past four years, three years. Then obviously Willie catching. So
0: I saw this was a caller on the score, and I don't like the score most of the time. But I did like what this caller said. Like if we're in the playoffs, and it depends who we're playing and like how everything's set up. But an ideal situation would be Hamels one, Hendricks two, and then Game three, which is most likely going to be on the road. First game on the road, throw Lester. I like that a lot, or like have either Lester or Hamels the first game on the road because they know how to handle that crowd. I think better than, although
3: Hendricks. Hendricks has, or Grindel. I don't know. Experience. Hendricks has an experience. Oh, so no, he does, for but
0: sure. not nearly as much as Lester or Hamels. I mean, yeah, not as much. I don't think he has
3: enough. But you still want you still want Lester or Hamels going against the one and two of the other team.
2: I know Hendricks didn't. I know Hendricks didn't get the win, but he he pitched us. he pitched a solid out in Game Seven of the World Series in. In oh, they Cleveland.
0: pulled him way too early. He pulled walked way walk too early. early. Exactly. Yeah, and asked, did Edwin need the uh, singular walk? I forget. And then the, Joe took him on the sixth inning and then.
2: Also, though, last last year he when he was pitching, uh, he pitched game five in Washington. He did not do as well. He no. got pulled early. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I would have no problem. Uh, Quintana's the only guy. Of the uh, – Quintana's the only guy in our rotation. I'm not really sure who our fifth starter. We don't yeah. have a
0: fifth starter in the playoffs. It's only four. So, yeah, if you're running with so, four. So if Quintana, Quintana four, has to be our fourth. Like, he has to get his shit together.
2: Yeah, so if you're running with Quintana, he's the only guy that I would worry about in, like, a, a hostile playoff and whatever. Like
0: I was thinking about this. Like, if you look at his trend for starts, shit hits the fan in the sixth inning. Playoff, your most starters aren't even going sixth inning, So you're getting taken out after the fifth or midway through yeah. the fifth most of the time. And then it's, hey, let's rely on the bullpen. So as long as he can get through five, six innings, like halfway through the six with run one or two runs, like you can't complain. It's like
2: he's our four-star to just keep us in the game. When you hear guys talk about it, though, like they talk about how you pitch, you can pitch five innings in a game and it feels like you just threw like ten innings because like, every pitch is just a grind. That's, that's the I'm, one thing.
0: That's why I've said this through the entire Cubs, like Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, like time frame or era, whatever you want to call it. I love this team in every playoff series because they all grind at-bats. And in a seven-game, not as much as a five, but definitely a seven-game series, when you're grinding those starting pitchers and you get to see those relievers on a daily basis and you're getting stars out of there in the fourth or fifth inning, and you're just seeing these bullpen arms day after day after day, that they just start killing them. That's what happened against the Dodgers in 2016, the NLCS. That's what happened against the Indians in the World Series. Like, after they started seeing their bullpen mm-hmm. arms, they started crushing it games five, six, and seven in the World Series. Mm-hmm.
2: Danny, you got anything on the Cubs? Any,
3: any found- Um, yeah. No, I mean, I got nothing more. I just think to pencil in David Bodie when Chris Bryant comes back every day is not – I don't think that's the direction the Cubs would be going, as hard as he's been.
2: I don't know. I mean, if you wanna, if I mean, we're in a divisional race. If you're trying to get, if you're trying to, I don't know. If, I mean, if you're in a divisional race, I could see. Yeah, I mean, if you're in a divisional race, why wouldn't you want your bet? I mean, because you're still getting Bryant at bats, obviously. I don't know. I don't. I don't really have a problem with it, especially Bryant. I mean, he's been injured all year, obviously, but he's had like his worst year of his career. So I mean, I find it hard. Obviously, you want you want him to come back and like be able to rely on him to like get to produce like how we we would expect him to produce. But I don't know. I just feel like it's hard to just like. Be able to, like, just plug him back in and just, like, expect that he'll do what he's been doing. Or, or
3: what he no, I'm not by. saying that, but, you, I mean, you got to get him as a bat.
2: Definitely, yes. I mean, I, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. That's why I'd, I would have, I would keep him. I, Bodie wouldn't be in over him. Like, they'd both be in the lineup. But I, I know, but here. I
3: still – I think I throwing in Chris Bryant in the outfield, especially consistently, can really hurt the Cubs. That's all I'm saying.
2: We'll agree to disagree.
3: All right.
0: Is that wrap it up? Nope. Yeah, that's all I got. You guys don't want to bring anything else up? That's all I got.
3: No, I think we got it.
0: All right, so follow us on Twitter at BettingBleachers, B-E-T-T-I-N, Bleachers, capital B's. Um, retweet when I tweet out the link, share everything, and we'll uh, see you next week when we do our NFL and college games. See ya. See
3: ya. See ya. Bye.